Welcome to Planet Positivity. This is your host, Motivation Mark. Welcome to episode number 12. A little Marvin Gaye to start off the episode. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Every day is a good day. Well, almost. Sometimes we need hard days to appreciate the good days. But they're not really good or bad, are they? They're just um, rel- all relative. They're just days, I guess. The Zen master would say there are no good or bad. There is just is, right? <laughs> uh, anyways, this is, uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to call this episode, but I do know the topic, definitely. There's a lot been going on since the past week. Uh, I did this uh, the last week. What we're doing, uh, Governor Newsom, California governor, uh, California has about 40 million people. He initiated the lockdown, the shelter-in-place order for the entire state. He estimated that 56% of the population um, of the 40 million would get the virus. And I was reading that article last week, and let's see if I could bring it up now, but it said 56% and then it said 25 million. But after like I, I've, I've said that, you know, a couple of days later, I was like, wait, wait a minute, 56% of 40 million is not 25 million. This is from the article. So it was a, an error in the article I read. My apologies for that. I try to be as accurate as I can. And so it's uh, closer to 22 million, which were expected to get the virus. But Right now, it looks like it's petering out. It's um, not going to be the millions and millions of people that um, they said they said there was gonna gonna get it. But right now in California, we have four thousand forty-four confirmed cases, eighty-three deaths, which is not much at all. Um, it's probably you know, and then total in the uh, world, eighty-three thousand, just under eighty-four thousand and deaths and 529,591 confirmed cases, which of course is going to go up, but it doesn't even compare to other diseases. You know, um, influenza, the death rate, uh, annual death rates, uh, about 389,000. Malaria was, uh, is 404,000. Age-related illnesses, 770,000. <clears throat> so it's just um, the flu, that the estimate with the flu was uh, 389,000, but it's 290 to 650,000 per year is the estimate. So I just, you know, right in the middle um, is around 400-something. But the virus doesn't seem like it's really, um, you know, hitting all the, you know, hitting as hard as they said it would. And... Um, come to find out, there's um, uh, a recent article that just came out today by an epidemiologist behind the highly cited coronavirus mo- virus model that everyone has been showing, all the government agencies have been showing, you know, we need to flatten the curve, we need to stay inside, this is, you know, an emergency. And he, um, let's see if it's a he or she, I'm not even sure, but it's um, uh, Neil Ferguson drastically um, he drastically downgrades the projection. So uh, the projection was like hugely, hugely um, uh, amplified and um, and uh, I don't know what the word is for. But anyways, it caused mass hysteria. It caused so much. It caused, it caused entire states and cities to be in lockdown. It caused the economy to come to a grinding halt. It's just 
it doesn't make sense why um why this happened but ferguson the epidemiologist neil ferguson who created the highly cited imperial college london coronavirus model has been cited by you know organizations like the new york times has been instrumental in governmental policy decision making um he offered a massively downgraded projection of the potential death toll on Wednesday, which is yesterday. Today's Thursday. I want to say March 26. March 26. Ferguson's model projected 2.2 million people dead in the excuse me, United States and 500,000 in the UK from COVID-19, the virus, if no action was taken to slow the uh, to slow it down and blunt the curve. And it also predicted far fewer deaths if lockdown measures um, that you know taken by the Brits and the British and American governments um, that that we've recently taken. But just after one day of order lockdowns in the UK, Ferguson is presenting drastically downgraded estimates. Um, he credits lockdown measure, measures, but also revealing far more people likely have the virus than his team figured. He just he just. Um, uh, he didn't. He didn't really know. He gave a, a much higher number than than um, he uh, should have calculated. Um, he estimates twenty thousand or far fewer people will die from the virus itself or from its agitation or other elements, as reported by New York scientists Wednesday. And this is um, the uh, in the British government in uh, Great Britain, um, England. Let's see. And that was originally from 500,000. So he went from 500,000 deaths in the UK to 20,000 or fewer. This is 25 times smaller. This is crazy. It's almost like the world took a, a, a hammer to a thumbtack. It's just insane. The mass hysteria that's going on. Like People are just... People literally are going crazy sitting in their houses. They're getting depressed. They're, some people, there's been times when people are killing themselves. I mean, it's it's this serious. And someone made a huge, huge blunder, a huge error um, with these estimates and, and with that figure. And with the, they, they need to find some better statisticians, someone who's better with numbers, because that was erroneous. That was... Um, that was really, really, um, I don't want to say bad, but really, really not good. Um, but, you know, um, uh, let's see, 20,000 to 500,000. So it doesn't say what he estimates the U.S. is at, but it's probably much, much smaller than the 2.2 million. I don't know how, what, 25 times less is, is that? Um, is that a thousand? Is twenty five thousand? So ten thousand, two hundred fifty thousand. So it'd be about fifty thousand deaths in the U.S. And I think that's on the higher end. But currently in the U.S., I think I just said it. Uh, we had eighty thousand deaths worldwide. And anyways, um, the point is that my original uh, pandemic 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 <laughs> pandemic i'm a little tired it's a pandemic pandemonium that that say that five times i'm a little tired it's 8 35 p.m i'm going to bed here soon um but my original uh first two podcasts were 
a little um, inaccurate in in a sense because I, you know, I, I was fed the same information everyone else was, and you know, I, I gotta admit, for a little while, I was, you know, I fed into the hysteria. I was I was fearful. I was nervous. I was watching too much TV. If you watch TV, if you watch the news twenty four seven, you're getting um, uh, an inaccurate perspective or view of reality. You're gonna be put in a constant fight or flight mode, a constant fear mode, and it is not reality. Uh, I, I remember one day I watched TV, nothing but fearful news, we're gonna die, we're gonna die, you know, I got my adrenaline going, then the next day I go outside, I go on a bike ride, it's like nothing happened. It's everyone's going about their business you know, from day to day. And it was, it was beautiful. I went for a bike ride and a run in Huntington Beach. Now, you, you know, they're closing the, the parking lots. They're closing the piers because they don't want people, you know, um, they want want to promote social distancing. It's just getting stricter and stricter. And it's, it's, it's getting really a little ridiculous um, in, the, in the sense that, like, people are afraid to go outside. It shouldn't be like that. The, people compared this... Uh, in a light sense i mean it's it's harsh but it isn't nazi germany but like you can see almost see that if something crazy happened that it could end up like that you know in a sense where everything's locked down and you can't go outside and everyone's just afraid it seems like this fear and panic um mess with people's logic and reasoning and you know rational thinking and they cause people just to not think correctly and do stupid things and so um, there's another another article uh inaccurate virus models are panicking officials into ill-advised lockdowns and this was uh yesterday march 25th and this talks about how um there was a bunch of statements by the media, state governors, local leaders, county judges, and more showing relying on the same source, an online mapping tool called COVID Act Now. And that helped the political leaders make, you know, quickly make decisions in the coronavirus virus response informed by best available data and modeling. And that interactive map provided uh, users with a catastrophic forecast for each state and uh, yeah, they suggested strict measures to flatten the curve, but um, you take a closer look now, and that COVID Act now's predictions have fallen grossly um, negligently almost short. And how they become um, this ubiquitous resource across the country overnight suggests something more sinister according to this article because there's politics involved which is which is messed up when you're you know talking about people's lives it's um i don't know it's almost like um the u.s is going to implode on itself by these um these idiotic uh moves that the politicians and the government makes and you know just just alone one of the reasons that even even though the u.s death rate and and um, virus rate is is um, growing is because we had a, a late start into testing. Germany has one of the lowest lowest uh, rates in the world, and they started testing in mid January, and we started testing just recently in uh, March, for the most part in the U.S. And you know there was a big big um, someone dropped the ball big time on that one and um, I think a lot of people need to be held accountable for for this um, gross negligence that did that probably cost people their lives I mean definitely um, 
not good what happened with uh, the way the U.S., the United States government and all these organizations handled. There's a lot of red tape that had to be go through as reading, you know, all these different articles and there's just, you know, people were trying to test, but they were shut down. Just, you know, stuff that shouldn't have happened. And um, this article talks about, you know, a few different uh, estimates, how that COVID act now was, was telling that her state of... Um, States Michigan would exceed seven million cases with one million hospitalized and four hundred sixty thousand deaths if the state did nothing and that was you know uh what that model oh, wait a minute yeah, and now uh it predicted that by March 19th, the state of Tennessee could expect 190 hospitalizations of patients with confirmed, confirmed Wuhan virus by March 19th. They only had 15. I don't know where that um where that Michigan um, stat was. But anyways, so this one was for Tennessee. It said, it predicted by March 19th, Tennessee could expect 190 hospitalizations of patients with confirmed virus. By 19, March 19th, they had 15. So that's much, much, that's, um, what is it, 12, more than 12 times um, less than what they predicted not quite the 25 times but more definitely more than 12 times this one's on new york but new york's kind of an outlier just like italy new york's one of the most condensed populated uh cities in the united states um i don't know if it's exactly the most but it's it's pretty dang close from from what i read it was hard to find um the exact data to uh, suggest it was the most populated, but I think New Jersey was up there and New York City was definitely up there. And uh, at this time, as of March 19th, they claimed 5,400 New Yorkers would have been hospitalized, hospitalized, but the actual number was 750. And they claimed nearly 13,000 by March 23rd. The actual number was 2,500. In Georgia, this COVID Act now predicted 688 hospitalizations. And... Um, by that date, they had around 800 confirmed cases and fewer than 300, so that's closer, but it's still less than half. Florida, they predicted 400, in actuality is 90 people. Um, I guess you, you get the point, but the, the point being is um, uh, among the issues with this uh, COVID Act now they list, they, they go the known limitations of the model, and some of the limitations of that, that model um, was many of the inputs into the model, the hospitalization rate, uh, are based on early estimates that are likely to be wrong. Demographics, populations of hospital bed counts are outdated. Demographics for the U.S. as a whole are used rather than specific for each state. The model does not adjust for population density, cultural determined interaction, frequency, closeness, humidity, temperature, etc. in calculating RO. This is not a node-based analysis and thus assumes everyone spreads the disease at the same rate. In practice, there are some folks who are super spreaders and others who are almost isolated i saw something about the uh, the virus spreading on a certain um easier spreading uh during a certain temperature i think it was like 37 to 65 degrees i can't remember there's something about that i don't remember exactly but you know this goes on to to point as well that part of the the um reason that these uh statistics and this data was was shown was because of politics and you know, that they, they talk about, you know, possibly, you know, 
scaremonger leaders in the tanking economy and you know founders of the site though this is kind of interesting i don't know about that you know making you know scaremonger leaders into tanking the economy i don't know about that i don't really buy like all this heavy conspiracy stuff there's some crazy stuff that talk about that that you could read online <laughs> like oh this is for forced vaccination this is for uh to change the entire um global economy economic you know thing all sorts of stuff um but what is fascinating uh, which is quite interesting is there's a new digital currency um, that just uh, the U.S. just came out with. And this is kind of fascinating. It's called um, um, the U.S. digital dollar they, they're trying to come out with. And that is fascinating. The U.S. is trying to come out with that now in their, um, in their uh, couple trillion dollar um, gosh, I don't know the exact term for it, you know, to help help the U.S. economy and the U.S. people by giving people a bunch of money. And yeah, that that's going to help for like a month, but that's definitely a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. Definitely we've got to get everyone back to work and um, get things rolling again. again. So what was it? Back to that article. Um, I talked about that one. Uh, Governor's stay-at-home order. Yeah, that was... Um, Okay, so back to that article. This talks about that founder, that founder, uh, the founders of the COVID uh, Act now are Democrats. You know, they talk about Republican Jonathan Christ Tompkins and a few Valley Tech workers and Democratic activists. And, you know, they're all donors to various Democratic campaigns and political organizations since 2016. And they talk about how they donated the Hillary Clinton campaign and Prior to the COVID Act Now website, uh, Kaufman, one of the creators, um, created an online game designed to raise a million dollars for the eventual 2020 Democratic candidate candidate and defeat President Trump. The game's website is now defunct. Um, maybe, maybe the goal of the COVID Act was never to provide accurate information, but to scare citizens into government official and government officials into implementing rash and draconian measures. Um, the creators even admitted of that COVID act now that much um, with caveat caveat that this model model is designed to drive fast action, not predict the future. And so that was really, really interesting. And um, social media share were through the roof. Um, and <laughs> it's, it's kind of, um, entirely misleading kind of sad if any of that's true that it was done for politics and maybe to try to get a democratic win over trump for 2020 and they even talk about the democrats um, attempt to take advantage of an economic reception with the the relief bill that's the term for it that just came out and um yeah i, I, I don't know what to think about that all i know is something was wrong something is wrong with that model it we we're brilliant people we're a brilliant species of of uh animals on this planet and we should have known or someone should have said something or some high official this is something that was really really wrong with 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 this and yeah, I just wanted to uh, say that you know I'm I'm not afraid of you know the the virus anymore and um, 
And I don't think any of us should be afraid, unless unless you're elderly, you have health health issues, you're immune compromised. I mean, um, I don't want to compare it to the flu because you know most people have a negative, you know, connotation with that. But I do. It's 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 a little bit more. You know, I, I would say it's, I don't know what to compare it to. We have to wait until everything's done with. But it's definitely uh, stronger than the flu for sure. Um, but I just want to say, you know, don't be afraid and everything's going to be okay. Definitely for sure now after, uh, it's actually good news. It was downgraded. Even though it was um, a big error on, on the part, it was still... Um, it's still good news right now, and uh, you know what? I think things should have been done and handled much better than they were. Uh, even around the world, uh, India has shut down its entire uh, over one billion people. <laughs> My friend just told me about India, and if you watch the videos on India, if they see you out or something with a mask, they'll just beat you with a stick. <laughs> it's it's messed up, but it's kind of funny at the same time. They're just hit. They're just hitting people. They're not beating them to death. They're just like smacking them, like like you know when you're a kid and you, you know you got to get a switch off the off the tree. I don't know. Most people don't know about that, but um, yeah, it's actually really funny. Sometimes they're bamboo sticks and they look like it hurt, but it's it's kind of funny in one one way too when you when you see that. But they're taking a, the world's taking really extreme measures to to all this and. Um, yeah, it looked like it was unwarranted and uh, very destructive to the economy. And it didn't make sense, too. I think there was a better approach I'd talk about, too. I mean, you, you don't just let, you know, for 98%, 99 98% of us, it's not going to do nothing, really. You know, 80% of the people that actually get the virus have moderate symptoms. But, you know, the, the majority of us, 98 99% of us have nothing to worry about. And, and people are locking themselves in their house right now afraid to go outside even even like calling the police and if they see people outside not exercising or doing you know an essential service or whatever it is that you're allowed to be outside and it's really really crazy how these intense situations bring out um you know bring out different sides of people they say um what's it there's i just saw a quote that said um uh, under extreme circumstances um, or extreme circumstances reveal character; they don't build character, and so it's uh, it's fascinating to um, to see uh, what's going on and how all the different countries are are uh, handling this, and how we are, and how how myself is handling this well. And it's just a big, almost like a big experimental um, situation to see how everyone's handling it. And there really, is nothing to worry about. What could have been better definitely is. First, finding better stats, finding accurate stats, you know, something not politically derived, which it seems to be the case with that, that COVID act now, um, find something more accurate and that would have shown a much less, um, much less, uh, affected in death rate. And then, um, not take such extreme, we're pretty much on in California, pretty much on house arrest. They, they call it shelter in place, but it's basically house arrest. You go outside, you could be fined. It's, um, it's, it's really, really overkill, really ridiculous right now. Almost. I, I don't want to say Nazi Germany, but like, I don't know anything to compare it to because I never experienced anything like this, but it's really, uh, not good in the way they handled it and uh, pretty much uh, 
caused a mass panic in a sense is what what they've done and they've destroyed the economy uh i want to say it's 30 percent down now the stock market something crazy but it just it just free fall and um oh there was that that conspiracy theory i think it's david ike who talked about um that they need to destroy the economy and then come out with a with a new one one that is uh, tracked monetary a uh, digital currency tracked monet you know that tracks all our monetary transactions and what's fascinating though i'm not buying completely into that but when they talk about that new digital currency that the u.s introduced with that new uh, relief package of two two or two and a half trillion dollars that recently passed um that kind of like makes things a little bit fishy in a sense and uh, I don't. I don't know. I think something weird's going on. Um, I, I don't think any of us really completely understand what's going on, but I definitely hope that things get back to normal soon, and that um, this whole thing can, you know, get behind us and things will be okay. We're still, we're still kind of, you know, we're still definitely going through it right now, but it's a. Uh, definitely much less severe than initially uh, calculated and it's funny to see and not funny but it's interesting to see all these downgraded estimates as things go by more and you know as time goes by it's just like you know i was looking i was doing i'm, I'm good with numbers and i was looking at the the total um rate of cases in and I was just running like percentages and stuff, and just you know the um, China in China they have uh, they only had eighty thousand cases in China, and that was uh, let me see eighty thousand cases with one point three billion people, eighty one thousand two hundred eighty five cases, and you know I it was such a small percentage of people in the entire country but definitely they had you know really great lockdown measures and better um um they they definitely uh um did a better job than 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 you know other countries what's interesting too to see is mexico is actually not doing much to uh to fight this which is it's going to be interesting to see uh it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out for them. Uh, let me check out an article real fast on Mexico, which is it's really interesting. It's like a big experiment. I think one mayor suggested that the, the poor have a stronger immune system. Um, it's kind of it's kind of funny. But uh, Mexico's president isn't president isn't taking the coronavirus seriously. And, you know, every you know, most countries are, but some countries aren't. I know um, there was other couple Latin American countries I knew that weren't too. I can't remember. Uh, oh, no, it wasn't Costa Rica. It wasn't Guatemala. Uh, maybe even, no, I don't, I don't remember. I just know Mexico for sure. And then there's a couple other ones um, I don't remember the names of. Um, but uh, in speech after speech, President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador uh known by his nickname AMLO, tells Americans they shouldn't fear COVID-19 even as hundreds of thousands of people have confirmed infections worldwide. Yeah, definitely. And there's uh, almost 8 billion people worldwide too. So um, they, he doesn't go on to mention, this article seems a little biased from the get-go. They don't mention that um, all the deaths, all the uh, 
deaths from other you know related illnesses like AIDS, 770 annual deaths, malaria, 404,000 annual deaths. Uh, they don't they don't talk about that. They just mention these numbers, just like the news. When I'm sitting here in California, Southern California, near Los Angeles, they're showing they're showing these pictures of every state, and it shows. Um, if they even have one case, it's all red. So the entire state on the map is red with one case. That's so misleading because it, it's not an accurate representation of the number of cases. The entire state isn't red. It just It's like a fearful um, psychological effect. It's like a little speck because if there's one case out of 10 million people, depending on the state you live in, that's so, so small. And the symptoms are so, so um, most for most people are mild and very similar to, to, um, to the flu and, you know, other, other illnesses. So, you know, there's, there's definitely um, a lot of negligence and misleading information and, and stuff like that going on. And, you know, they call it the Corona crisis, the Corona crisis, the Corona crisis, the Corona crisis, the Corona crisis. Now do you feel nervous now that I said it five times or whatever I said, but it's more like it's a Corona concern. I don't, now it's not, it's not a Corona crisis. It really isn't a crisis. A crisis is, um, tobacco death from tobacco kills, uh, what's that about seven, Eight million, more than eight million people die each year from tobacco-related illnesses. Seven million, more than seven million deaths are the result of direct tobacco use, while 1.2 million are the result of non-smokers dying from secondhand smoke. Um, you you want to talk about making a difference, making a change? Now that's a crisis. The tobacco deaths more than 8 million people per year, that's a crisis. Corona is a concern, and we should all be concerned with it. Um, and we should take measures, definitely have social distance, you know, uh, don't go in large groups, don't, you know, try to stay away from people as much as possible. But but don't stay inside. Don't, don't you know, quarantine yourself and hide and live in fear and inside. It doesn't make any sense. It's overkill. It's, it's definitely gonna do more harm to your mental health than it will help you and your physical health you know how many now they're they're letting um uh so with the grocery stores no not grocery uh restaurants they're letting them um take out or deliver and now they allowed alcohol to be delivered or taken like come on are they it's like they're trying to purposely keep us drugged up with alcohol and tobacco and and marijuana and it's just like now what's going on are we purposely being drugged and kept stupid it doesn't make any sense something's not right something's not adding up like but um i didn't even bring up the the stat that says how many alcohol related deaths there are per year but i know that that tobacco is probably one of the biggest ones and you know Definitely, if you're smoking now, please stop. You're uh, destroying your life and everyone else around you that that's inhales it and you know gets secondhand smoke. And this very sad part is sixty five thousand children die each year from secondhand smoke. That's that's uh, really sad. You know, I travel a lot and uh, I see I see people smoking with their children and just you know I, I want to say something but you can't 
you know you can't really uh you know when i was in egypt in in that whole jail experience they had this smoke non-stop and it's not like i could have said anything i just had to deal with it and pretty much for i want to say 10 days since i left egypt i had this crazy sinus you know secondhand smoke stuff trying to uh trying to rid you know my body of all that those nasty and harmful chemicals that i inhaled while uh, during that that eight days there that i was there and uh yeah definitely wouldn't want to do that on a daily basis and that's a real crisis right now we we have a, a a large concern in more states and more cities more than others you know there's the outliers of italy of new york city and you know they definitely have their reasons why they have more cases and more deaths and um oh here's an article new york coronavirus deaths are reaching apocalyptic heights now they're comparing this to the apocalypse it's fascinating they don't talk about the influenza apocalypse they don't talk about the suicide apocalypse they don't talk about um you know the aids apocalypse they call it they're calling this coronavirus and you know a lot of this is to get more clicks you know so you'll read this article a lot of this is sensationalized you know same with the news that we're watching on tv and you know the scary part for me is um what i see is media the television, everything, the radio, with all this hysteria and fear-inducing um, publicity and the way they're, they're showing this, is they control the people because we let them. But we don't have to let them. We don't have to listen to this. We don't have to watch this nonsense about, you know, there's no apocalypse it's it's ridiculous and you know we don't we we shouldn't watch that we shouldn't listen to that because it's 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 not good for us you know we should be um you know paying attention to it you know paying attention to the laws that have been changing almost every every other day they've been having different laws and you know um restrictions and and what whatnot and so that's good to pay attention to and in the overall you know um the overall uh cases and the death rates kind of, you know it's it's interesting to see but just to watch it on tv for hours on end which you know right now people are stuck inside you know a lot of people are going to gain weight they're not getting the vitamin d so one of the the things with the coronavirus is um it if you're immune compromised, it really hits you hard and your risk of mortality increases. So one of the ways to uh, increase your immune system is to go outside and get sun. This, there's an estimate about 75% of people are, um, are um, low in vitamin D. And so one of the ways to get vitamin D is to go in the sun, not Netflix and chill, go in the sun if you want vitamin D. And um, definitely... Uh, that will help your immune system which will help you survive if there's a small percentage that you do get you know the virus or any virus for that matter you know it helps your immune system in general and there's you know vitamin a vitamin c was was there was an article i read about vitamin c as well so i i, I definitely uh i don't know if i i mentioned it I, I must have when i was in egypt in jail for eight, you know the eight days every day i had an emergency pack which is this vitamin c with vitamin pack and i would drink that throughout the day because i knew knew um uh, i read somewhere that uh, tobacco cigarette smoke um can be help you know some of the detriments can be offset by vitamin c so i made sure you know i, I have my little pack of vitamins and powders and pills that i take you know around the world and um 
yeah, so I took that to, to make sure. Definitely take vitamins and go outside. There's this, oh, there's this um, new trend going on. Stay inside to save lives. Oh, gosh, that, that you know, it doesn't, like, I, I kind of understand it. You know, you don't want to, you know, be around people, but you could go outside as long as you're not within, like, six feet from people. I, I urge people to go outside. Don't stay inside. It's, that's another trend that I, I'm not really fond of. And um, there was Nike, too. They put this big, uh, big thing with all their uh, professional athletes on treadmills running inside. Something about stay inside to save lives or uh, team inside. I don't remember what it was exactly. But, but it, it's weird because they gave the illusion that their athletes were on the treadmill training inside every day, but that's not the case. They just did that for the photo and they're outside training. They're outside running. We're allowed to exercise, even though if you're on shelter in place or lockdown, whatever you want to call it, we are allowed to exercise outside and take advantage of going outside, feeling the sun on your skin, um, helping your immune system, helping your body and, you know, go outside, opt outside. REI has that uh, great, a great thing back in the day. I don't know how long ago it says opt hashtag opt outside. And so I put that, I'm like, I guess I'm one of the people that, you know, if everyone's jumping off a bridge, I would just stop and like, wait, why is everyone jumping off a bridge? I would turn around and go the other way. Like I'm one of those people who wouldn't follow everyone. Uh, I, I'm you know more of a leader than a follower. And, you know, I like to think you know, outside the box, inside the box as much as I can. And definitely, um, definitely, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't uh, looking like it should have with with the number of uh, of people that got the virus and people, you know, number of fatalities and, and whatnot. It looked like, you know, I started to get the feeling that it was definitely over uh, sensationalized, and you know, it's just causing a lot of harm in people when when the media and and the news and the TV and the radio and, and they all do that to people. It's almost almost like lying to us. When you exaggerate things, it's almost like you know a, an obsc- obscuration of the truth. I'm not sure if that's a word, but obscuring of the truth. Um, so it's almost like we're being lied to. And uh, I, I I don't even I don't even like the news anymore. And <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some, something should be done to uh, to change that in the future and maybe hold them more accountable. People should be held accountable for this stuff. Um, so hopefully, uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. I'm getting a little tired. So after nine now, I better go to bed. You can tell I start to forget words and, you know, I'm, you know pronouncing them a little different. But, hey, it's all right. It's actually really good news. There's a lot of good news going on right now. There's actually a cool website called... Uh, the Good News Network. Unfortunately, um, our brains are evolved not to like good news, which is fascinating. You know, um, news sites that have good news versus those that have bad news. The bad news gets more. Um, it does a lot better. It's I don't know. Our brains are evolved to look at uh, danger um, and uh, assess danger, and it's it's strange. So um, a few good news. Uh, articles they said the earth's earth's ozone layer continues to repair itself scientists happily report that's good news on global wind trends 
all sorts of good news. Oh, there's another good news. Shelter animals are being taken home in droves as hundreds of people volunteer to foster pets. That's a really good news. There's so much going on right now. The earth is, is breathing better. The pollution's down. You could see Catalina from the distance in Southern California. There's a lot of, a lot of great things. It's bringing people together. People are working together for a common good, a common cause. You know, there's all sorts of good stuff going on right now. Um, there's, uh, all sorts of cool stuff. But there's a man's lung was removed, cleaned, and replaced. No transplant necessi necessary. That's a cool, good medical news. Um, Chinese company ships crates of masks to Italy covered in Italian poetry that says we are leaves of the same tree. And with that good news, I'm going to say we are leaves of the same tree. Thank you for listening, and I hope you got some, something out of that and enjoyed the, the podcast. Uh, if you get bored, check out my other podcast, the Super Travel Experience podcast. I haven't been on there in a while, but I'll definitely uh, get back there soon. Not really a lot to uh, talk about travel-wise, but I, get, I guess I could talk about previous travel stuff. And, you know, the show should just be called Earth is Closed, Come Back Again now but it's it's gonna be all over soon and uh things will definitely get get better they can only get better i'm not gonna say uh unless we have a huge earthquake or solar floor i'm not gonna go that way but definitely things are gonna get better and we're gonna get through this and it's very good news it's actually um should be weeks we should be out of it according to expert estimates I don't really, I'm not an expert in this regard. I just, I just share the knowledge and maybe, you know, of experts in my opinion. But thanks for joining me. Have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, wonderful night, wonderful day, wherever you are in Australia and Russia and in uh, New Zealand and China and in Europe and Germany and Ireland, and UK and wherever you are. Take care and talk to you later.